things I never told anybody. If you want to say bad, tell I bad things, you can. Anybody. Just remember. But I want you to know. Well, other people are going to listen to this, Ooh, so. Just family, this family. Right, just family, yeah. so. Well, then I'm going to tell it. So today I is, to what's the date? Today is. 20, no, November 24th. Yes, t- and today is your sister. She would be 81 years old. Okay. Am I on? You're on, you've been on, yeah. You, what do you mean I've been on? You sneak on. You sneak me on. Okay, this is much more interesting than thinking about this than the football game. Good. And you look so pretty today. Oh, thanks. You really have good hair color. Now, I hope you remember what it is. Thank you, and this is on record, so. <laughs> so tell me about your sister. Oh, my sister. My sister. She would be 82. She would be 81. She's 18 months oh, older than right. me. Oh, that's right. She's That's old. right. Okay. She died when she was 79, my age. So that's why I'm making a few preparations. No, my goodness. <laughs> my preparations are every time I take a bag to the yellow box, I think my, my children won't have to do this. Okay. <laughs> so we just put another one in this morning at Good. the church. All right. Let's talk about my, my sister, Elizabeth Helen Esser. She's named with my mother's middle name, Helen. My mother never liked her name, and I don't think my sister liked her middle name. So, actually, when she went to college, she changed her name. She became Liz. And everybody had to call her Liz, but I just couldn't call her Liz because it wasn't the same. I've known her for Betty my whole life. But she was Liz, Liz, Liz. But I noticed at her funeral that she was referred to as Betty. So I think she probably went back to the original. Okay. I don't know how anyone gets Betty out of Elizabeth anyway. Elizabeth's so pretty. So she was born and she had pneumonia. She had lung trouble. Therefore, she was pampered her whole life that I knew her. My mother just pampered her. And of course, she was the oldest, and she looked like, I'm told, my father's sister, Martha. And she had that wonderful blonde hair that we had to major in. My mother bought special things to wash it in so it would stay blonde. And then, my, when my sister grew up and got married, she discovered that the hairdresser could make it blonde. So she was blonde her whole life. She never let her hair go gray. But at the last time I saw her, there were 50% gray hairs in it and blonde. So my hair has a touch of blonde because it's from the iron in our water. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> Okay, so things that I know about my sister. First of all, the second sister never tells on the first sister. There you go. You never tell. (laughs) You know so many things, and you keep them. And it's not out of fear. It's just out of, I was such a loyal sister. And, of course, my mother dressed us the same. And even when we were teenagers, she would go out and buy us each an outfit, but we were both the same. Um, 
So did you say, I'm not, I'm going to wear this tomorrow, Betty. Can you not wear it until... No, we both had a dress and light to the Burton Fair. I remember that. Anyway, my sister had a boyfriend. Dare I name his name? His name was Johnny Prince. He lived down the road. He was Catholic. So she wasn't allowed to have him because he was Catholic. And they were madly in like. I guess. Anyway, my sister had a 1954 Ford. Brand new, drove it around. Of course, she had a Halney everywhere because she was, she got it when she was 15, but she was 16 in November, but she got it before that. Then you could get a, a license when you were 15 if you had hardship. Well, of course, she had hardship. She lived out in the boondocks. So I used to go everywhere with her. I remember going down 306, and she was chasing Bud Griff. Now, he, his son is the owner of Lowe's Greenhouse. Okay, Bud absolutely was in love with my sister. A lot of guys were. I remember her going 85 miles an hour. I never told. <laughs> Never. I never told when she went places she didn't wasn't supposed to be. And of course she was hauling me around, so I was just smiled happy. Uh the other thing I never told which was really bad was she met up with her boyfriend Johnny Prince. She was not allowed to date him, but she met up with him on Frank's Road. They parked the car, and she allowed me, and I was 15 years old, no license. She allowed me to take her car and drive all around Auburn. She allowed me and said, come back in an hour. <laughs> I never told. And you drove? My, well, I drove everywhere. <laughs> of course, I was, I was driving my father's truck when I was nine years old, stick shift. So of course I knew how to drive. I mean, but can you, you, that's terrible. And yet my parents never knew. They just thought she was St. Elizabeth and she went, to co she went to college and one day my dad came home. It was a Wednesday, I remember. He took a shower. He got all dressed up in his gray suit, tie, white shirt, and my mother gave him a sandwich, and he was off to Kent. And I don't know what happened, but she never saw Johnny Prince again. So I think he gave her an ultimatum. And other things people don't know is, and perhaps I was, she was so angry with me her whole life, or didn't like me, or whatever. She knew I knew all this stuff. She knew how faithful I was, but she flunked out of school. And I graduated with a BA. So what can, what can I say? It just wasn't her thing to go to college. It wasn't her thing. She went to work. She was forever playing the organ. She played the organ downtown in one of the banks for Christmas. And with that- When did you guys start your organ lessons? We started, I started piano, I was three, and my sister was five. And we took piano from Mrs. Stansberry 
Then we took piano from Albert Freeman. I don't know if I should describe him. I remember, though, <laughs> playing Schubert. I love that piano piece. Heidi has my book, because my, my sisters took all my music. She still has my Schubert book, but I got four stars by it. But I remember playing it on the piano, and Albert, my mom would make him a sandwich, and it was just the best sandwich with lettuce and tomato and all kinds of stuff on it. And he would crunch it while it was playing. <laughs> I still remember that. So anyway, um, we, my father came home in 1948, drove into the front door by Stafford Road, backed in the truck, and said, honey, help me. He brought home an organ. He went out without telling my mother to Fabi's in Painesville and bought a Hammond organ with this huge speaker. He had it in the red Ford truck, hauled it home. So we took organ lessons then. We found one teacher, but the teacher liked to come. Ogden was his name. He liked to come and play the organ. So he gave us lessons and then he would play the organ for a half hour. But my father knew he wasn't really good. And then that's when he went down to the Cleveland Institute and found Edwin Arthur Kraft. And that's when I learned to pray. You talk about when you learn to pray. I learned to pray in that huge Episcopalian church. I what was the down. church? Episcopal. It's on right. East 22nd. Okay, what was the name of it? Uh, Trinity. Oh. Trinity Cathedral. And there's a whole window that, uh, of, of E. Craft, Edward Arthur Craft. Uh, all kinds of colored windows in memory of him. But I would go in church and we would be early and we would have to sit in the church until he came. He was out someplace eating soup. And I pulled down the kneelers and I Ask the Lord to spare me. <laughs> I was a child. I was scared to death. So I was probably ten and a half, and my sister was probably twelve. And you were so scared of this man because he was just oh. a mean teacher, or I thought he was a hundred and fifty. <laughs> I mean, I have books from him where he scribbled, I still play from them, that he scribbled in my book circles around things. He had a pencil with a blue tip and a red tip. And if he, the week before, scribbled in red, then he scribbled in blue, and he once put a hole in my paper, and this was better paper back then. He put a hole in it because he was so upset, and he used to hit the organ with the pencil. And I knew he, he just wanted to just get so upset with me. My feet could not reach the pedals when I began to, to practice the organ. But that was okay because I was practicing my hands. And I'm very good at that. How long did you have to practice at home then? We had to practice an hour in the morning. Uh, I mean a half hour in the morning and a half hour at night. I had to get up at quarter of seven and go down and practice. And my sister got up and got ready for school and had breakfast. And then it was my turn to get ready for school and have breakfast while she practiced. And we had to be ready for the bus at eight o'clock 
about five after, because Albert Gastemeyer would come between five and 15, depending. And Doris, who lived down the road, would come up the road, and if it was bad weather, she would come and wait in our house. So that's a little history. Because the bus didn't come down Stafford? You just the bus came from 44 down Messenger from, from the north. Okay. And stopped at the corner, and we would then walk out there and wait for him. We could hear him coming. And if it was bad weather or wind or snowing, we would hide by that wonderful maple tree that one day just fell down. It just died. Fell down. Greg and Ron cut it up, and Greg burned it when they lived in Peninsula. Hmm. Little history. Anything else about your sister to wrap it up? Oh, I still loved her my whole life. I loved her children. I still love her children. The last time I saw Heidi, it was down in Florida in Marco Island. And she said goodbye to me and she hugged me so hard. She just hugged me because she knew she had come over here to visit. And I said something about that visit, and my, obviously my sister never knew about it. Because I, I wasn't allowed to have any connection with them. Um, well, you saw her at the funeral. You were sorry at the funeral. At the funeral, but past 20. Mm-hmm. I went to her wedding, but it, was, it wasn't the same. I wasn't allowed. My sister just didn't want that. And she didn't want to know you kids. And that's too bad. She missed it. And I'm sure she's in heaven. And I'm sure whatever goes on, when it goes on, she'll get, she'll get in trouble over that. <laughs> Finally, she'll get in trouble. She was never in trouble. She was the princess of Auburn. She was a cheerleader in seventh grade. Um, all the teachers loved her in high school. She was just one of those people that they, everybody liked. And then they thought, the second one was coming. It was like Joe following Jack, okay? <laughs> you know, Jack was loved in his high school. <clears throat> and then Joe came. <laughs> and then Margaret came. And I wasn't at all like my sister. I was fun. <laughs> exactly. And Joe was fun. And I was honest. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing your little bits. And it's November 24th, 2019.